Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. LaShawn McCoy is a future Hall of Fame runner, okay? Everybody's entitled to their own position, to their own uh, <laughs> comments and how they feel. When it's all said and done with, I think that's all I have to say because he's entitled to his own opinion. That's life. Okay, You got good and you have bad, you know? It does not impact me in any way. Because one thing that you learn when you're in this position, you have to learn to eliminate distractions. Eric Bieniemy, offensive coordinator in Washington. He was responding to people asking him about LaShawn McCoy, who has, you know, trashed Bieniemy a little bit. Said there's yeah. a reason he's not getting head coaching jobs. Another, another, sorry, a number of other players who have played for Bieniemy say that none of that's true. That McCoy's off base. Mm-hmm. So there's Bieniemy responding to it. Eight oh three oh five fifty. It's uh, Jeremy and Joe. What's up? I've I've arrived on my goaltender. The Sabers should trade for. Okay, who do we got? Jonas Corposalo. Columbus. They're in dead last. Here is your case. Okay? Okay. Pending UFA. Good. Yeah. On Frank Saravalli at dailyfaceoff.com, here's what he writes about Corposalo. No free agent goaltenders had a better year than Corposalo, who's bounced back in a big way after an injury-riddled run. Seems to be playing at a level now that harkens back to the bubble when he helped extinguish the Leafs in the play-in round. He stopped 85 of 88 in game uh, against the Lightning in Game 1 the next round. couple down seasons. His numbers are back. He's a free agent. The issue is the goalie market is not overflowing with interested teams. Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. The goal- What's it going to cost me? A, th- a third? Uh, yeah. The goalie market's not overflowing with interested teams. I would like to declare the Sabres should be an interested team. His... Quality start percentage is at 60, which is the depth. Like, if you go to uh, prohockeyreference.com, again, like, I I respect the fancy stats and how they're all put together. I don't necessarily do them all myself, but I. Yeah. So, his quality start percentage, which, what's a quality start? Because really, what I'd like the Sabres to find in their goaltending is I don't need anybody to be all world. I've got time for Devin Levi to grow into that. I need quality starts. A quality start is where your save percentage is above the average save percentage for the year in the NHL. So at least 88.5 on nights with uh, 20 or fewer shots against. Wait, hold on, I did that wrong. What do you do for more than 20 shots against? Oh, or, okay. So how many times are yeah. you above the league's save percentage? That's the best way to say it. The yeah, sa- yeah, yeah. The Sabres are never holding teams to less than 20 shots. No. Never. So 
Is your game above the NHL's average save percentage? For Corpusalo, he is at 60% this year. Mm-hmm. Lukanen's at 41. And Comrie is at 26? 26. Eric Comrie's quality start is 26%. That's what I've got at Hockey Reference. Wow. I've got Anderson at 52, yeah. Lukanen at 41, and Comrie at 26. So Corpusalo would be the best of the three. Their team overall, that averages out actually right to where Lukanen's at, 41. It's bad. Yeah, that's not good. I know I, I, they're not a perfect team. They are mm-hmm. in need of other upgrades, but the quickest upgrade they could make would be to acquire a rental goaltender. You just be better. And I actually and, have, and I would, it would it would cost it would just be so cheap, right? Like I don't know, I don't want to guarantee that it would be cheap, but it, it sure seems like well, I think if the if the market if is not overflowing with goaltenders and Columbus has a guy in an expiring contract, they might think we're going to lose him for nothing anyway. We'll just take whatever we can get. Third round pick, fourth round pick. Like I feel like I'd be stunned, surprised if it would be. What would what did Jonas Enroth get traded for during the tank season? Ooh, like a third, something like that. Jonas Enroth, okay. Jonas Enroth was traded to Dallas, right? Yeah, for a for Anders Lindback and a conditional third. Okay, right there, perfect. Send them Comrie back. That's your Lindbach. Wait, right? Yeah, Columbus is Buffalo in the scenario. So send them Comrie. They can have a goalie that can play out the rest of the year. And, hey, you want a goalie that can be on your roster next year? If you don't want him, you can send him to the minors and you won't have to pay him anyway. He's cheap. He's cheap. So here's this guy. You can do whatever you want. We're just going to clear a spot. And we'll give you a third-round pick. Because what that report there tells me is if they don't do something like that, they're just going to eat the rest of the year. Their games don't matter. They're in dead last. And they... Maybe sign him in the offseason, or maybe they lose him for nothing. And by the way, you might think be thinking to yourself, well, the Sabres were tanking. It was different. They had to get Enroth off the team. Columbus is in last place, and there is a McDavid-like prospect yeah. in this draft. Yeah. So they probably should welcome the idea of just getting Corpusalo off the team for anything. Because he's helping them win games in a season where they probably shouldn't be winning games. Have you thought at all about how if this Sabres team had the tank team's goaltending, how good they'd be? Like they couldn't. Oh, I mean, the tank they team. Would be, they would be in first place. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> guy shows up. He's kind of good. Oh God, get him out of here. You got to go. He had to go. Noivrith. He had played well for like two weeks. Yeah, like, out. Get him out. Out. They. Corpusalo. That's my answer. Can't be that expensive. It's, it's pretty good. It can't be that expensive. Frank Cervello. How many teams are looking for goaltending help? One, like Toronto usually always is, but even they've been fine this year. Mm-hmm. Samsonov and Matt Murray have both been good. So Edmonton is the answer, right? No, not even that. Edmonton Stewart Skinner was in the All-Star game. I have to imagine he's been pretty good. I don't have a team. Pittsburgh. There you go. Jari's been hurt, but man, like there's not many. There's not many. The Sabres should be in that market if the Cost is not that expensive. I don't need them to trade for UC Soros. I mean, that would be that would be a move. I mean, he is an elite goaltender now, right? Like they trade for a guy like that. Talk about Devin Levi all you want. I don't even care about Devin Levi anymore. They just got a Vesna caliber goaltender at 27 years old. That's my goaltender for 10 years. I don't need them to do that though. 
Corpusalo though, like that's not gonna that that is that's your Calvin Benjamin trade that we talked about earlier. That is just hey, here's a sign that we recognize the value of making it. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna trade something that probably means nothing to our prospect pool and to our future. It's not gonna derail us in any way. And yeah, maybe somebody has to go in turn, but it's not a big shakeup. It's just a a move that tells the rest of the team, we think you're this good and we want to make sure that our goaltending is not going to sink you. That we're you're playing well enough that we're not going to let the season go off the rails because we didn't provide you with the right goaltending. Yeah. Now maybe Corpusello stinks long term and you're just having a nice little run here. Got a tweet on this from Jay. I'm going to read this. Measurably one of the worst goalies in the NHL over the last three years. The run he's on is likely more of an anomaly than the norm. Okay. But the anomaly's happening now. Yes. And let's, <laughs> and I don't need him past if, this if year. We're, if we're being fair, didn't the Sabres sign Comrie wondering if it was an anomaly? And what looks like an anomaly now? Comrie's time in Winnipeg? Or is Comrie's time here? Comrie's time in Winnipeg looks more like an anomaly. You almost he played have 19 to, games last year. Right. You almost have to do... You have to kind of roll the dice on something you know is uncertain. What, what, I, what I am certain of is that these Sabres goalies, who's most likely to get hot and have a three-week, well, a three-month a three anomaly? I don't even know who that is. It might be Anderson, and it sure looks like they don't have the faith to, to play him the kind of load that they need him to play. I won't, I won't even argue that Corpusalo is having an anomaly of a season. He is. This is his eighth year in the league. This is not new. The Comrie had played 25 games in his NHL career. This guy's played 200. We know what this guy is on the larger sample. Which is not great. It's not great, but it is also still something... If, let, let's say right now that his he was going to produce, or he's been producing all year at his career averages. His career averages are 903 save percentage and a 48% quality start percentage, which is not amazing. It is still seven percentage points higher than what the Sabres are averaging this season. So you can tell me this year's an anomaly. I'll agree with you. One of two things is going to happen, or I guess the third thing could happen, but the most likely outcome might be he's either going to continue playing this well because he's been playing this well all year, or two, if he regresses back to the mean and goes back to what he's been, you're the same. I'm still getting a goalie that's at least marginally better than what I've had this year. Yeah. So I, I don't really see a good argument against it. Well, the argument against is shaking up the room that it's a, that it's a gamble at best. But what I got, I'm assuming it's going to be a third round pick, and maybe that's where. Like what? What is the gamble? It might even be less than that. If there's right. no market, it might even be less than that. Vejmelka in Arizona is the other guy. He's got a little more term. He's probably a little better. But I'll read you what Frank Saravelli writes about him. So uh, Karel Vejmelka. Aside from having one of the great nicknames in the league, Veggie, we do love that. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, here's the question. Do we want Veggie, or do we want to be able to start playing Weezer's My Name is Jonas again? My Name is Jonas is the yeah. song. Yeah. They played that for That's Jonas Enroth. Okay, anyway. He's closing in on almost 100 career games and has played a 902 save percentage for two years on some pretty putrid Coyotes teams. High danger and shorthanded save percentages are strong. He signed for the next two years at high-level backup money, making him an affordable 1A or 1B tandem option for a team looking to right its goalie situation. The Coyotes are listening to understand the market on him. There are only so many teams in the goalie carousel come this deadline. It's the second time that Saravelli is basically saying there are not goalie buyers at this deadline. That should mean it's cheap. 
You have to outbid anybody. You just have to convince that team, just just come on, give, give us this guy. I might want to be willing to believe the Sabres are actually in this market, too. Like That, to me, is my bibiggest holdup, that they'd actually do it. Haven't they given signs on both? They've given you signs on all three that I think leaves room for another guy coming in. They were willing to move off Comrie, right? Like, they did. He He's been healthy for two months now, and that was his fourth start. And he's supposed last to. Night. Yeah, he's supposed to have been the guy that was going to get he the job. Started? Did he start night one? If it he might not have. If it wasn't he, Anderson, but he came into the year as this is our one A, this is our guy, and and he's been supplanted by a guy with a sub nine hundred. Right. They moved off him for Lukanen. Lukanen. They started the year in Rochester. So they're clearly willing to be patient on him. They could have come into the year and just penciled Lukanen in as one of their two goaltenders. They didn't. In the name of his development, they thought Rochester was a better idea. Then he came up and had a good month, and they kept him. So they've shown you on both Lukanen and Comrie that they're willing to do something else instead of the two. And Anderson, if I'm right in assuming he's 41 and they don't want to increase his workload too much... I kind of want to believe there are enough signals that leave the door open to talk about this. Leave the door open to they they actually could make a trade like this. Well, anytime we're talking trade, you've got to talk for any team. What's the what's the level they won't go to? Pittsburgh, we're not going to trade a first round pick. Okay, not going to trade a first round pick. The Sabers, we're not going to trade a first round pick. Imagine if the Sabers said we're not going to trade a second round pick. Or a third. Or a third. Could, could a second-round pick possibly hold any hold them up from making an, what they think is an improvement to their team, whether it's in goal or depth defense? You know, There's right. a defender in Seattle whose name is on trade bait boards. Carson Soucy, he's one. Yep. So, like, I, I, don't think, well, I don't think they'd get hung up on a second-round pick at all, Joe. They just took three first-rounders. Right. We already know. Just fill out spots on the team. If you're filling out the version of the Sabres you think is going to compete for the Stanley Cup, I've got Thompson, Cousins... Locked in, yep. Long term, I've got Darlene Power locked in long term. Samuelson long term. Devin Levi is hope, hopefully he's this guy. Quinn Paterka, whatever. You, you you only have so many spots. Okay, let's say Savoy, Oslam, and Kulik. They all hit. What am I getting <laughs> out of a second round pick? Right. What? How could it possibly be the kind of thing that holds you up? Like, I got a tweet here from Tim. I'm not wasting a second-round pick on a goalie that's not proven. What is the second-round pick going to really do for you? Are you going to draft it? By the way, the Sabres just spent a second-round pick on a goaltender that's not proven to Pius Leninen, who's just, like, you're not going to hear about him again for four years. They drafted That name him? I just said, they, they picked the first goalie in last year's draft in the second round. You won't hear his name again for four years. I, the name just came out of my mouth. Will you we, probably don't even remember it. Will we ever hear it? I mean, if you Devin, might never if, hear if it. Devin Levi ends up good, will we ever hear that? So guy's right, like, name? what are you going to do with the second round pick that you're not willing to trade for an unproven goaltender? How trade you, for or draft an unproven goaltender? How about just trade Columbus Tapias? Lep- who? What? Tapias Leinen. Boom! You can have this guy. Take him. He's your goalie of the future. Yeah, we don't need him. We got Devin Levi. There was a report a couple of years back that Bottrell was almost like at the doorstep of swinging a trade of Ristolainen to Winnipeg for Nikolai Ehlers. And it fell apart on a fourth-round pick? Imagine having that job and just being like, I just can't give up this fourth-round pick. How could you have that job and just, (laughs) I don't want to do this? Well, and if I give, 
I don't know this, but if I give Adams enough credit that he would not be like that, that he he would not be willing to, to I'm not even going to talk about this trade, not willing to trade a second-round pick, doesn't a lack of a goalie move or them lack of being in the goalie market then have to be they think the guys they have are good enough? Like, it's one of the two, isn't it? It's either you're not willing to trade picks in the second and third round, or you think these three are going to get you there. Or can get well, you there, and yeah. what what of those two is more is crazier? It's not sustainable, no. And with Lukanen, early on, it was about development is important, and you know you don't want to. Granado even said with us, you don't want to get him too heavy on wins and losses because it's about his own development. With Lukanen, you can still make that point. With Comrie, you brought him in to try and win a job, and he has been beaten out by the forty-one-year-old guy who came back on a one-year deal, and by the kid in Rochester who at least gave you enough moments to make it feel like you couldn't send him down. The the It's not even like Comrie has had to beat out anybody crazy. He's not even come close. So, hey, I'd like to just, as a disclaimer here, say, like, they won. We're thrilled. These, yeah. conversa- <laughs> these conversations coming back, I've missed. Mean, means they're good. Yeah. I have yeah. missed these conversations about, oh, look at this. There's something worth doing. And instead of talking about trading. When's the last time we talked about what they should buy at the deadline? Mm. Uh, Are we going back to 2012 again? Is it Brad Boys? Like Brad Boys, yeah, right. I think Dominic the, Moore. The last time we would have talked about adding pieces, it would have been after the 10 game win streak when things started to falter and they could still get in the playoffs. And they yes. of course, and what did they do? Stuck to the plan, right? They've got a better plan. They've got a lot better stuff in place. You know, I don't want. I hope this doesn't sound like we're mad at that. I'm excited. I am motivated to talk about what they can do. And I, I do think if I had to bet, like, what's the betting line? Will they make a move at the deadline? My, I would bet. Joe, I'd put it at like minus four hundred. Yes, they're gonna do hmm. something. I don't feel that strongly, oh. but I would think it's minus money. I think it's more likely than not minus two hundred. That's kind of where I would have been. Give probably. me two to two to one that they will. Yeah. Or one to two, whatever. Uh, let's get in Christopher in Buffalo. What's up, Christopher? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, I have a question. If you guys could trade for any two forwards, any two defensemen, and any two um, netminders, who would it be? Like without price being an issue? Yes. Like There are no go- goalies really to trade for that are available. I mean... That are available, right? We're sticking to here. Yeah. It's like Soros. Soros. Uh, in, at forward, it's going to be Timo Meyer and who's the next best guy available at forward? Patrick Kane. No. <laughs> That's not the answer, but he was the first name that came to my mind. In defense, it's, um, on defense, it's Chikrin and... Chikrin and it's Gavrikov from well, Columbus. Like me, You're getting pretty low pretty quick. I'll give you Frank Saravalli's rankings. Number one, Timo Meyer. Number two, Patrick Kane. Number three, Jacob Chikrin. Gavrikov, you mentioned, is four. Jake McCabe is fifth. That's like, McCabe could come back. I got the TSN list. Colton Pareko was on this list. Orloff was sixth. He's been traded. Uh, Ivan Barbashev. Yep. Carson Soucy, Sam Lafferty, Eric Carlson. There's he, one. He says, like, kind of without price. Brock, it, the sorry, price what? is the reason you wouldn't do this. Soros, no doubt, would be the player on the market right now that would make them 
would would create the biggest improvement, right? Yes. More more than Chikrin. More than Chikrin, more than Meyer. There's no player that could be traded at the deadline that would make the Sabres better right now than UC Saros. Think what... And I'm not even advocating they do this because this one might be real expensive for how good he is. But he's 27 and he's a Vesna finalist. You stick a Vesna finalist on this team right now, what are they? They're a playoff team. They're a playoff team that, I mean, depending on matchup in the Atlantic, probably not. Depending on where you play in the league, you're probably talking about a team that wins a round. Would you rather play Carolina or Boston? I might rather play Boston. Mm-hmm. Carolina scares the daylights out of me. Like, Saros would be, man, like, I'm not Mr. Go spend tons on a goaltender. He makes $5 million, too, so it's not like he's making a $10 million contract. He might someday. Um, but that's the player. If you want to go, what does all-in look like? They're not going to push all their chips to the middle, right? They're not Boston. They're not... They're not Carolina for this. It, it, but the move to go all in is UC Saros. For sure. And he would he would stabilize your net this year and next. I like I said, he's twenty seven. I think he's my goaltender for his entire career. He'd be your perfect goaltender to bridge to Levi if you get there. But man, I'm not even you, it, I'm le- never le- I'm never moving off Saros if he's well, my Well that's goaltender. the thing, like this is one of those blocking the developments. Levi would have to beat out a better goalie than right now. Right now he beats out these three Soon enough, you would think. But again, like blocking, blocking is an interesting way to put it here. I know. This, this I, is only I, an example. I'm blocking Devin Levi with the third best goaltender in hockey. No, like, I, I, I totally agree. I think that the, the blocking development conversation gets overspun it, a it, lot. It can be right. Like if you sign veterans that are replacement level instead of the Sabres did this forever, right? They would have they would have Vladimir Sabatka playing in their bottom six instead of. Guys in Roch- Victor Olsson in his first year in Rochester couldn't get up here because the Sabres had like eight guys that were 29 years old playing in their bottom six. Yeah. But when the guy is actually great, like T- Tage Thompson is blocking someone's development yeah, because right. he's that, scoring 50 goals. Right. That, like, that's not really blocking to me. No, so, right, right. But again, Saros is like, if we're, we're stepping back into reality here and we're factoring in what it costs and contract, you know concerns down the road because again he's going to cost a lot someday i mean it's not my favorite idea by any means but to the caller's question that player makes them that player makes them leaps and bounds better on the short term all right we're gonna break in 803-0550 coming up this weekend uh nate's out on location for uh an event coming up tomorrow we'll tell you all about that uh, but Tavy Down's putting on a uh, Legends show, so something to do this weekend as you're you know looking for something to do. We'll tell you about it. Eight oh three oh five fifty on the Sabers as well, having good conversations about uh, you know having goals. A good team. They play tonight, seven o'clock against Florida here on WGR. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.